There have been some concerns raised by a group of about 10 opposition parties or newly formed parties that will, will plan to contest in the 2024 May 29th elections. And they say that elections could be unfair before we even have a single ballot cast. Um, they've requested a meeting with the IEC to talk about the elections timetable. Now, the IEC says an election must go on despite complaints over party registration. Some of the issues that these this collection of political parties has is regarding the difficulties in getting signature requirements, also the use of identity documents raised by the Protection of uh, Personal Information Act, also there's issues around the deadline for the registration fee and candidates and voter education. Joining me now is Musi Maimani, he's lead of Build One South Africa. When were political parties informed of these deadlines, this timeline, of the IEC, particularly when it comes to the number of signatures requirements and when those dates are to have many of these documents submitted. When did you know, or when did you hear of these deadlines? Lucy, good morning. Good good morning, Lester, and good morning to fellow South Africans. Um, let, I mean, let me first of all say I'm, I'm really looking forward to this election. You know, the start of all of this drama is an indicator of winds of change blowing and so we're confident as bossa that we'll be able to get their required signatures in fact we're working on that and we're confident that south africans will put us on the ballot what is the main issue is that when this matter was raised you will remember there was a constitutional court hearing late last year about how independence could qualify for being on the ballot and the question that was put on the table as 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 Build One South Africa, we ask that the signature threshold makes it unfair for independents to participate. And the Constitutional Court heard us on the issue and said that, look, in that instance, it will produ- it'll, it'll ask that signatures must only be a 1,000 for independents. And therefore, it goes as the same argument. If you want to make the same provision for independents, you need to make the same argument for new political parties because it's about new ideas and new campaigns coming forward. And we asked that the threshold be the same as a 1,000, and we asked for a write-in clause because the argument remains the same from the Constitutional Court. Now, as you know, the Constitutional Court has said it, it will only hear that matter after the elections, which means that the signature requirement then became enforceable when the president announced the elections, which was about a week ago, with a new timetable being produced. The dilemma with all of that is that, in fact, the IEC never published how, what format, what how you want to load up. So, for example, if you've got 100,000 signatures today, to load those up requires that you verify them with the IEC. That's a systems issue that the IEC never communicated, and now we have to begin with that. So there were briefings before, but the formulation how, where, was never published until this timetable was proclaimed, which was about a couple of days ago. So to me, I do think that the IEC in this instance has been is permanently briefing parties in parliament but the briefing of parties outside of parliament has been sporadic as a start and more seriously 
most parties were not informed about that issue. So if you were like Build One South Africa, we were, we were well informed, we worked on this issue. But for parties that wanted to participate and weren't part of the ecosystem, this information would be completely unknown to uh, them. Musi IEC Commissioner Nomsa Masuku said that the portal for signature capture had been open since the 26th of January and their parties had quite some time to begin the process. That is a quote from her. Another quote from her is, anyone who is preparing to contest the process should know that once an election date is proclaimed, the train stops moving. Are you expecting the timetable to stop? Are you expecting this elections train to stop for parties who may not meet those thresholds to still get on board? As I say to you that for parties like Build One South Africa, we will be able to be on the ballot. This fight is about parties that did not have on this information. For example, when she correctly says that the portal was open on the 26th, very few parties knew about that. So it, it is, in fact, when the timetable is published, we all know that, I expect that, but the timelines as to when the signature capturing needed to be completed by was always contingent on the constitutional court challenge that I've put forward. And therefore, for the IEC, because had the Kong court decided that it would be a 1,000 or whatever and heard the case, which the application was lodged last year in December, this matter would be a totally different conversation. So what I think would have been fair is for the IEC to then be able to go, given this is the constitutional court judgment, this then becomes the process going forward. As far as candidates, as far as the train for the election is going, I want it to proceed freely and fairly so that we can get to an election that works. But what we cannot be doing is be favorable to parties inside parliament and ignore the new ideas, new competition. Because at this point in time, I can take of the 12 parties that are in Parliament, many of them contested in 2019, but today they really are not where they were. So to favor them and say, well, they must just carry on as they were, but the new ideas, new, new, new future for this country is, is being treated unfairly, is to me the sort of thing that makes elections uh, not free and fair. Musi Maimani, a leader of Bold One South Africa, really appreciate your time.